Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Amen. Amen, Sister Joseph. If you could go ahead with a special music, please, as well. And we thank you for sharing. Go ahead, Sister Joseph. Okay. You brought me this far, so why would I question you now? You have provided, so why would I start to die? I've never been stranded, abandoned. Or left you to fight alone. So I'm giving you control, Lord. Mm. I live my life, live my life up. I give it all in surrender. I live my heart, live my heart up. You can have it forever. All my dreams, of my plan. Lord, I leave it in your hands. I live my life, live my life up. Oh, have your way in me. Have your way in me. If peace is a river, let it sweep over me. If I'm on the fire, I know it is refining me. When I hear you calling out, I follow now, wherever the road may go. I know you are leading me. I live my life, live my life up. I give it all in surrender. I live my heart, live my heart up. You can have it forever. My dreams, all my plans, Lord, I leave it in your hands. I live my life, live my life up. Oh, have your way. Have your way. Take my life and let it be. All for you, take my life and let it be all for you. I live my life, live my life up. I give it all in surrender. I live my heart, live my heart up. You can have it forever, all my dreams, all my plans, Lord, I leave it in your hands. I live my life, live my life, oh, have your way, have your way. 
take my life and let it be all for you. Amen. Thank you so much, Sister Joseph, as we lift our lives up as he taking us in the palm of his hand. We thank you so much. And we'll continually pray for your voice that the Lord will restore in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. I lift my life up. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God. Well, no further ado, we're going to ask uh, Brother Patrick indeed, as the press star star, to come on. And before he comes, let us pray. Father in heaven, great God, we come before that presence. We continually give you praise and thanks for all the testimonies, God. We thank you for this moment, this opportunity that you have given us to praise thee and to celebrate the Sabbath with you, Lord. I pray indeed that it will bring your blessing upon your people, Lord, as we are looking to receive a word from you, to lift our lives up, Lord. You are a God who is everywhere and anywhere, always on time, Lord even if you are praying for five years. So, Lord, we give it a worship now, and we hide now, Brother Patrick, behind your robe of righteousness, Lord. Cover him now, Lord. Let him not be seen or heard, but let there be a word tonight for us. We pray, we ask in the precious name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we ask these things with thanksgiving. Amen. And amen. Yes, young man, just press star, star to unmute your phone. Go ahead. And praise the Lord. Thank you, yes, Brother sir. Andrew. Praise God, praise God. Just want to say happy Sabbath to everyone. So grateful and thankful. I'm so gracious just to see the Sabbath day, to know that we can get some rest. To know that the weather is changing in Toronto. We had this morning, this was like eight degrees. You know, so this is a time when people will get sick easily. So we just have to encourage each other and keep praying for each other. I just want to share a couple of things before we're going to introduce the word. And um, I remember I spoke about a young lady who messaged me, and she kept messaging me. And she's 23 years old, and her message was she wanted to change her life over and return to the church, and she needed help. She did not call for deliverance, and I was so happy that she wants to return to the church. And I had the opportunity in talking to her. And uh, she wants to do a fast. And she said the dream she's getting, God is calling her. And the reason I'm sharing it is because the Lord is calling many people to come to him. If there's ever a time we need to come to crisis now. So if you're listening, you have family members, we are to get in the church. It's time. Time is running out. And I was really blessed with two individuals who has given their life. Last Sunday, we had a baptism in the pool outside, you know, in the pool. It wasn't in a church. And it's showing that God is still working and candidates can be baptized. So if you need a Bible study, you got to just send us an email or send us a text. You want to give your life to the Lord? Now is the time to do it. There's a rush of people coming in the faith of God, in the Advent message. 
we are to be ready, brethren. So I want to just do a five minutes uh, with the two candidates. I just want to ask them how did they know about Button to Christ and and what inspired them to just come and say, I want to be baptized. You see, uh, the Sabbath is really powerful. We share a lot of testimony about the Sabbath, about praying and visiting people on the Sabbath. That's when the devil is at his weakest on the Sabbath day. Once the Sabbath is drawing on, the Sabbath comes tonight. The devil are shaking, and they cannot carry out certain rituals. They and their, 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 their people, they can't do certain rituals because there's a respect for the Sabbath of the Lord. Trust me, they're afraid of the Sabbath. I want to welcome her sister, Bastard. I don't know. I want her to just pronounce her name right. Um, could you unmute your phone, my dear sister? It was a pleasure meeting you and talking to you. Could you just tell us a little bit about your journey and how the Lord led you? Go ahead, my sister. A lot of people are listening. Praise the Lord. Go ahead. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everyone. And happy Sabbath. Amen. Yeah, I am rejoicing tonight because of the love of Christ. You know, because he opened my eyes and he answered my prayer. He opened my eyes to his truth, answered my prayer, and I was able to get baptized, you know, um, to be an Adventist to keep his Sabbath. Because, um, you know, I... In praying, I always ask the Lord to help me to walk in his footsteps, to keep his commandments and obey his words. So I am so I'm studying my Bible. You know, the way I am, I, this happened to me. I wasn't expecting this. I did not have any plans to become an uh, Adventist. But I was studying my Bible, and the Lord opened my eyes to his words, and I become convinced that I should be keeping the Sabbath. So, you know, um, continue, continue. I, I never have any thought of becoming a, a Adventist, you know, but the, it's the leading of the Lord. I know that, you know, because no one had was to, you know, it, influence me or try to, you know, tell me about the Sabbath because actually, to tell you the truth, when I normally, I go, I, I worship at, on Sundays, I was in the Sunday church, and um, when I hear people talk about the Sabbath, it actually usually offend me, you know, because I'm not used to it. But just the, this is the work of the Lord, not anything that I have done. It's all the work of the Lord. And I'm happy and thanking Jesus tonight for his wonderful Amen. privilege. Thanking him for his wonderful privilege. You know, he spared my life and gave me this opportunity of, bec of you know, becoming, you know, coming, um, Help, you know, to um, actually open my eyes to the truth. 
because you know I, I I don't know much. I was just following what I've been taught all these days, and you know, and he opened my eyes to the truth. So tonight I'm thanking him. And I and, must say, my sister, that because you have a good heart and you're searching the word, and yes. that's how a lot of people in the last days there's going to be all a complete Sunday church going to come to know Christ, you know, like come to the Sabbath. You know, he's going, he's going to speak to the ministers and the entire church will switch and change. I'm telling you, so you, your heart was open and the yes. Lord heard you and know that you are truth, you are genuine, and you want to serve him and he reach out to you. <laughs> and there's going to be challenges, but... You know whom you serve. When you serve the Lord, you don't have to worry. He's going to carry you. And we know we're going to have a lot of people from the ministry going to encourage you. You can call us. We're going to be supporting you. And, you know, God have your back. And you're going to go to some higher level. And you're going to be able to bring your whole family. And when we hear testimonies about the Sabbath, mercy. There's so many. So sister, I just wanna say I just wanna say, you know, um I don't grow up with my father, but my father is a was an a Adventist. So whenever I go to visit him, he, I go to church with him. He just you know, he always liked to introduce his daughter to his brethren and that's you know, that's about it. I just just you know, like mm-hmm. to go to church with him. But I never thought of becoming a Sabbath. But it's in my it's in my line, it's in my Amen. You know, my DNA, Amen. It's in your DNA, you know? Of course, it's in your DNA. The Lord just calling you back. Trust me. I remember I have a friend and his mom was saying she will never become an Adventist. I heard that with my ears. So I will never. And she said it. And I live to see she become one of the strong persons in the Adventist church. And that woman was such a loving woman. She would bake for everybody on Sabbath. She would bring, oh, man. So God knows what he's doing. He sees the heart. He sees deeper than human, deeper than us, you know. So we just want to welcome you, my sister. And you allow the Lord to work on you. And the journey has just begun. You know, there's going to be challenges, but just keep. It's a battle and a march. So we are happy for you, and we just want to say welcome. And we are here to support you and to talk to you. And I know I'm going to call you personally, pray with you, and talk to you, okay? Okay, thank you. All right, God bless you. Okay, we're going to go to the last person now, thanks. The last person was Shauna. And I'm calling her now, and if you could unmute your phone. And she's the young person here that gave her life over to the Lord. So I'm just asking you, how did the Lord impact you and touch you that you decided, that's it, I'm surrendering, I'm giving everything over to the Lord, I'm worshiping on the Sabbath. Go ahead, my sister. Unmute your phone and go ahead. Good night, Pastor Pastor. Hello. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, my sister. Good night, Pastor Patrick. Happy Sabbath. Happy Sabbath to everyone that's listening. Um, I just want to say God is still in demand. I know we're in a pandemic, 
um, and everyone feels as if the mask is in demand right now and the hand sanitizer and all of that. But I just want everyone to be assured that God is still in demand and um, we should seek Amen. him more um, because we're in the last days right now and God is the only per- person that can provide comfort to us. Um, what led me to Button to Christ? I, someone told me about it and I started listening. Um, my father is a Seventh-day Adventist, and my entire paternal side is uh, our Seventh-day Adventist, um, sorry. And just watching the program, listening to the prayer line, um, listening on Sundays, I was just convinced, you know what, to just give my life to God. Not only that, I've been in like four car accidents already. So I'm like, <laughs> there's a calling on my life. And the only way forward is just to allow God to lead me. So that's what I've been doing. Amen. Amen. That's powerful. And we're here to support you also. And mm-hmm. when I get an opportunity, I will call you too. And we have a lot of people on the line now listening. They're praying for you. And we're so happy because every soul that surrendered to the Lord, heaven is rejoicing and the devil is angry. So you will go through challenges, but once you go down in the water grade and you come up, you're risen with Christ. You know, you put on this robe that the Lord is going to bless you in abundance. And, you know, when the challenges come, you know who to call to. You know whom you serve. So, you know, we just want to encourage you, let you know that we are here to support you. And, you know, just let us know. We are only a phone call away. So we will be praying with you and praying for you. So just stay strong and God bless you. We love both of you all and we know God has some big plans. We can't figure it out, but we know God has some plans. So thanks again for coming on. Amen. Thank Thank you. you Amen. Amen. Praise God. Okay, so without further ado, We're going to go into the word, and I'm going to pray as I'm introducing a man of God is going to give the word tonight, and and it's everybody's favorite, you know? I don't know if he knows how much his name is called. Every day I heard his name, you know? He's the Lord's favorite also. He loves the Lord, and when he shares, he shares with a passion, and, you know, that's what it is. When we love the Lord, we give our all and we, we share and people look at us. They know that we love the Lord. And the man of God is no other than Pastor Williams, one whom we respect. And I know the Lord have a word on his heart to share with us. I'm going to pray before he comes. The man of God, let's pray. Father in heaven, we are so grateful for this opportunity when we will hear from your servant. Lord, I'm asking you now to hide him beneath the cross. Let Jesus Christ alone be seen and be exalted. Father, let fire come down, Holy Ghost fire, in everyone that is listening tonight, in our home. Let our home be different and never be the same. Because, Lord, it's high time you're about to come. And some people are fast asleep. But praise God, we have people of the living God who is ready and willing to hear the word and willing to surrender 
like Sister Vashti and Shauna. They were willing to say, here I am, save me, Lord. Help, O oh God, that the word will come with fire and it will burn through the hearts of your people. And we will surrender everything over to you. We thank you now, praise you, exalt you, and worship you. This is my humble prayer. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray. Yes, my brother, Pastor Williams, praise the Lord. Welcome, welcome again. And we look forward. Thank you, King. Amen. Thank you, King. Bless him, bless him, my brother. Praise the Lord. Go ahead. Can you hear me? Yes, 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 we're hearing you. Praise the Lord, yes. All right. Thank you so much, uh, Brother Patrick, uh, for that introduction. Uh, we thank God for uh, the two individuals who were uh, baptized into the watery grave of baptism. It is a blessing uh, to die six feet under, uh, opposed to six feet on top. Hallelujah. Uh, so we are grateful uh, that um, God has brought these individuals uh, to uh, the last day church of Bible prophesied. Uh, right? Let us pray. Who is like unto thee, O Lord? From everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. God is sit high and look low. God with seraphims and cherubims cry, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. During these sacred hours, I pray, O oh God, that you would draw near to us as we speak your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Prior to the second coming of Christ, will the voice of God be heard? Is this a new concept or has this experience ever happened before. In the book of Exodus 3, verse 3, the Bible said, and Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight while the bush is not burned. Will we hear the voice of God? before Jesus comes. And verse 4 of Exodus 3 said, Then when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here am I. In this text, my friend, it is evident that God has spoken to his servant. God desires, my friends, to speak to his people directly. In fact, in Exodus 19, verse 18, notice what it says. And when the voice of the trumpet sounded long and waxed louder and louder, Moses spake, and God answered him by a voice. So we see without human interpretation, without denomination of teaching, the Bible being its own interpreter, that in time past, God has spoken to his servant. 
In Exodus 20, verse 22, notice what it says. And the Lord said unto Moses, Thus thou shalt say unto the children of Israel, Ye have seen that I have talked with you from heaven. And we see that this emphasis is on the visual manifestation of God's presence. Notice the pen of inspiration says, the majestic presence of God at Sinai and the commotion in the earth occasionally by his presence, the fearful thunderings and lightnings which accompanied this visitation of God so impressed the minds of the people with fear and reverence to his sacred majesty that they instinctively drew back from the awful presence of God, lest they should not be able to endure his terrible glory. In fact, Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible is clear that the people were stiff-necked. They didn't want to hear Moses no longer. They didn't want to hear the instructions of Moses no longer. So God told Moses to tell them to sanctify themselves. Go to the border. Go to the mountain. They put a border around the mountain. Take off the jury. Uh, men do not go into the women. The women does not go into the men. God is about to appear. And the Bible declared that when God stepped out of heaven onto that mountain, he was so powerful and he was so majestical and so, so glorious that when he stood up on the mountain, the mountain consumed with the fire. And the people said, oh, we don't want to hear God. We'll hear you now, Moses. We'll hear you now, Moses. We're living in a time where men no longer want to hear from the messenger of God. Man don't want to comprehend with the instructions of God. And we see with evidence that God has spoken to his servants. In John 12, verse 23, Philip and Andrew told Jesus the Greek came to see him. And notice what Jesus answered in 12, 23, the hour has come that the Son of Man shall be glorified. Look at verse 28 and 12. Father, glorify thy name. Listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. Then there a voice. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. Then came there a voice from heaven. Then I have glorified it and will glorify it again. I'm going to come back to that in a few moments. What did the voice say? Then came there a voice from heaven, saying, I have glorified it and will glorify it again. Look at 29. The people, therefore, that stood by, and they did what? They heard it. Said that it's thunder. Others said it's an angel spake to him. Notice, my friend, there were three groups in this story. The disciples heard God's voice. Then there was a group, those who stood by, heard thunder. Others thought they heard an angel. And 1230 said, Jesus answered and said, this voice came not because of me, but for your sake. So in these three groups, that heard the voice of Jesus. The disciples 
heard God's voice. Then those who stood by heard thunder. Others thought they heard an angel. Will the voice of God be heard before the second coming of Christ? In Amos 3, verse 7, the Bible says, Surely the Lord God will do nothing but reveal his secret unto his servant, the prophet. What secret will God reveal? Notice out of the three groups, the disciples, the servants, heard his voice. Each one of the examples cited from the past, Will we be looking forward to mark manifestations of God's power as in former days? Is the question. In the spirit of prophecy, the Bible says, the spirit of prophecy said, the great work of the gospel is not to close with less manifestation of the power of God than mark this opening. The prophecies which were fulfilled in the outcoming of the former reign at the opening of the gospel are again to be fulfilled in the latter reign at its close. Servants of God, listen to me, ladies and gentlemen, servants of God with their faces lighting up and shining with holy consecration will hasten from place to place to proclaim the message from heaven. God has servants among the world, among people that will hear his voice, that will be used in the last days to proclaim the everlasting gospel. The Bible tells us in Revelation 14, 1, 4, and 5, and I looked and lo, a lamb stood upon Mount Zion, and with him 140 and 4,000 having his father's name written in their foreheads. These individuals, they were, were not filed, defiled with women. They did not go about every wind and doctrine. They were not defiled with false teachings and false doctrines. But they are virgin, virgin to a point, not physical virgin, but they were virgin because they did not contaminate themselves with the world. They did not contaminate themselves with false churches and false teachings. But the two ladies were baptized. They come out of Babylon and was not separate, was separated from the world and from false teaching and false doctrine. These are they which follow the Lamb whatsoever he goeth. These were redeemed from among men, being the first fruit unto God and to the Lamb. In verse 5, in their mouths were found no lies, no guile, for they are without fault before the throne of God. The Spirit of prophecy tells us the third angel's message is to lighten the earth with this glory, but only those who have withstood the temptation in the strength of the mighty one will be permitted to act a part in proclaiming it. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. God will not seal anyone who has a defective character. None will be sealed. You see, the Bible said in Revelation 18 that the fourth angel enlightened the third angel. In other words, the, the, the world will be so enraged, not because you believe in Jesus, but because you look like Jesus. Your character has been reproduced with the character of Christ. Your face shone like Moses when he came out of the mountain. The character of Christ Jesus is reproduced, reproduced in us 
where we will be able to draw those who are still in darkness. The living saints of the 144,000 number, listen to me, ladies and gentlemen, know and understand the voice. Say what? Know and understand the voice. While the wicked thought it was thunder. Did we just read that in John? There were three groups. The disciples heard his voice. Then those that thought it was thunder. Those that thought it was an angel. Revelation uh, 6, 14 tells us that heaven should depart as a scroll when it is rolled together. When God get ready to manifest his power upon this earth to the saints, they will hear his voice. So those that are wicked will think it's thunder. Oh, Lord, let me read something to you here very quickly. Let me read something to you. Listen, in Mark 13, write that down. Mark 13, 35 to 37, the Lord appeared to us thus. Watch this. Watch ye therefore, for you know not when the master of the house cometh, at evening or at midnight, or at the cock crowing, or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping. And what I say unto you, I say unto all, watch. That was a song posed some years ago. Oh, happy day, oh, happy day. When Jesus watched my sins away, he told me how to watch and pray. God is telling us we don't know when the hour of his coming will come. But when the Bible, the Bible declares to us, the saints, the servants, would know his voice. Listen to me. One of the fatal consequences, as I close, one of the fatal consequences of not watching is distinctly stated in Revelation 3, verse 3. Please go there. This is a fatal consequences of, of not watching. God tell us to watch, and this is the consequences of not watching. Revelation 3, verse 3. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. But the saints will. The consequences of not watching will be ignorant of the time. What would be the consequences of watching? The influence is unvaudable, that it will be a knowledge of the time. And answer to the agonizing prayer of the Son of God. Father, glorify thy name. There came a voice from heaven saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. And the disciples understood these words from heaven, while the people that stood by said it was thunder. So will the waiting disciples of Christ understand the voice of God. And when he shall speak from on high, but the unbeliever world will not understand it. In Revelation 16, it talks about the voice of God. Let's go there quickly. Revelation 16. Look at verse number 18, 17. 
Revelation 16, 17, and the seven angels poured out his vials into the air. And there came a great voice, where? Out of the temple of heaven, from the throne. This voice is different from Jesus' voice. Jesus had not came yet. Jesus' voice raised up the righteous dead. The Lord himself should descend from heaven with a shout, and the voice of an archangel with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. This is Jesus' voice. This voice, God's voice, is coming from the throne. Hallelujah. And when his voice comes from the throne, it will shake the earth. All of a sudden, there will be earthquakes and thunderings and lightning at the voice. God, are you ready to hear his voice? In revering her on March 9, 1905, being a part of this group of 144,000 is so important that inspiration said, let us strive with all the power that God has given us to be among the 144,000 and let us do all that we can to help others gain heaven. So yes, my friend, when the supernatural phenomena begin to occur on this earth, when the heavens begin to depart as a scroll, when it's rolled together, it's going to scare some people. I talked about that last Thursday. It's going to scare some people. Can you imagine going to school, going to work, preaching on the prayer line, talking on the prayer line, praying on the prayer line? Somebody going to be in a club. Somebody going to be drinking. Somebody going to be in an unforbidden bed. And all of a sudden, the sky, boom, and open, unfold before your eyes. What are you going to do, saints? People are going to be running. But there are events that precede Christ's coming. That if we're not ready, we will not endure the time of trouble. What have we learned from last Thursday to right now? We have learned that Jesus will not be coming in secret. We've learned that every eye should see him. The eyes of the rich, the eyes of the poor, the eyes of the saved, the eyes of the unsaved, the eyes of the rich, the righteous, the eyes of the unrighteous. We've learned the voice of God has been heard by his servants, and again, it will be heard by his servants. When the world will think it's thunder. We have learned the voice of God will be heard by his covenant-keeping people to hear the day and hour of Jesus coming. We've learned that God will raise up not just one, but 144,000 guiltless servants, servants, to perfectly reproduce his character. Will you be ready? When Jesus comes, God's voice, the same voice that told Moses, take off thy shoes for the ground in which you're standing on is holy ground. The voice that was at the baptism of Jesus Christ when he said, this is my son. 
I'm well pleased. The voice of God will be heard from the throne of God, saying, it is done. May heaven smile upon each one of you. Malachi said, in that day when I make up my jewels, I will spur him as a man spurred his own son. And you should be a discerner between the righteous and the wicked, between him that serveth God and him that serveth him not. The people were so caught up in Moses when they crossed the Red Sea. They were so caught up in the visible. They lost sight of the invisible. Don't lose sight of the invisible. It's preparation time, my friends. Preparation for the final crisis. This is nothing compared to what's ahead of us. God is looking for people that he can seal that can be part of the gospel ministry to proclaim the everlasting gospel to this dying world. God bless you. Thank you for the opportunity. And remember, God's voice will be heard through his servants. They will hear the time when Jesus comes. To the wicked, it will sound like thunder. Lord, have mercy. Where will you be? On God's side, many people are wearing sheep clothing, but they're waving wolves in the inside. And God is going to separate the wheat from the tear. Right now, you can't determine. Some things you can tell by the fruit. But God knows everything. Don't be the one. They will say, Lord, I did this in your name. I did that in your name. I fed the poor. I gave to the poor. And he said, I never knew you. That's going to break a lot of people's heart who think they are on their way to heaven, who know Jesus, but never had a relationship with him. The reason why the people is going to be able to see Christ when he comes is because the Christ is in them will be able to see the Christ that is in the air. God bless you. And let's prepare to hear the voice of God. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.